Welcome everybody to the TJ and N show. Uh, it's just Tyler and Josh tonight. Nick is out, so we're giving you guys another dumpster fire episode. Um, this is what we're going to do anytime one of us has to miss because, you know, life happens and times are crazy in the 2020s. So I'm doing pretty great. How are you doing, Josh? I am doing just fine this uh, late evening. Yeah, we're a day late in recording too. That's pretty awesome. But I have some good news. Uh, we're famous, Josh. Oh, we're famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my mom, who I don't talk to, reached out to me and said that she heard about the podcast. And if, I mean, I didn't tell her. So and she said it was great. So that's really great. Uh, mom, if you're listening, please stop trying to talk to me. Thanks. <laughs> Little do you know, I actually told your mom. That's so funny. You're like, please come, yeah, come hey, watch. Please. It, don't mean- you're, you're, it would mean the world to your son if you just took two hours out of your night to listen to us ramble on about what we did behind your back when we were little if you send him a picture of your spotify wrapped and his podcast is your number one podcast he might talk to you so you better work on it for 2023 (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck so funny that's so funny um yeah we don't have a whole lot of substance for you guys but we have some uh there's something uh something we're here first the only thing of real substance we have is our first topic which is uh that Kellogg is trying to fire all these strikers and bring on new people. So all the temporary <laughs> workers that have been filling in while the good old company Kellogg cereal, actually Kellogg company uh, has ceased all communication regarding their union and negotiation of their contract Apparently going through six contracts in the union, declining every single one leaves a bad taste in the mouth. <laughs> They've been on strike for a couple of months. Uh, a couple of things that I saw that they wanted is the company has this two tier paid system where like, if you've been there X amount of time, your pay is like really well, you know, and then all the new guys, you're capped at a significantly lower wage. It doesn't say what, but it says considerably less. So, and while I think there should be some, I mean, let, let me, let me continue and then we can kind of break it down, I guess. Um, and they're all, they've also been working 16 hour shifts, 80 hours a week during the pandemic, which um, I never want to do that in my entire life. So, I mean, let alone during that, uh, apparently in the last round of negotiations, Kellogg offered a five-year contract that included a 3% pay raise. Now I'm kind of curious if that's like, day one or three percent over five years because like eh, that's nothing especially when you got to think like inflation is six percent this year alone so like you're still at a three percent loss on your buying power you had last year for the same wage you know what i mean uh the other thing is they wanted to keep their pay system but uh, they wanted to remove the cap on how many new hires they could have. Uh, and the worker said no, because that essentially means they could just keep like firing and hiring new people. So you're still a new hire and you're in the lower pay range, not let anybody get up to the higher veteran status. Um, so, yeah, they went on strike, which they have every right to do. And Kellogg said, no, we're just going to hire some scab workers to do your job. And, uh, you know, you guys can stand outside, uh, which I think is shitty. I mean, it sucks. Like Kellogg's had a lot less leverage than the uh, John Deere guys because it's, you know, more skilled labor working on the tractors than it is running the assembly lines. Not to say there's, you know, no skill there because I, I couldn't do it. I tried and couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> I remember but, that. Like, yeah, I lasted like two weeks. No, <laughs> not fuck, even fuck this. No, thank you. No, Didn't even thank complete you. day fourteen. No. Left early on day eleven and never went back. Pretty much, yeah. So this ain't it. This ain't it. I'm, I'm gonna be famous. I'm gonna be a star. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Uh, Six years later. But I mean, you saw how it worked with the John Deere people. With they're like, oh, you guys don't want to work. Fine, us office guys will come do the work. And then two people got sent to the hospital on day one of that happening because they crashed the tractor inside the plant, which I think is so funny. So funny. But um, 
No, I just feel like you kind of feel like the unions have no real power here if they can just like do that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like they just rehire a bunch of new people and then the problem's solved, you know? I am, right now, everyone needs to work. Yeah. So, I mean, it's weird. I just, I, I don't know what would be in place there because then you have an argument for government overreach. But uh, you know, somebody has to control big these big businesses because they've shown time and time again that their moral compass is non-existent. Exactly. Now, from what I can gather i would imagine of course i'm not completely familiar with the uh you know union working uh however but i imagine they probably hit the deadline Uh, somewhere in the contract it states that you know they will attempt to negotiate up to x amount of times or x amount of days Um, if negotiations fails the company can move forward uh whatever like whatever that verbiage may be so as far as it is as it is now with kellogg company not even going back to the table to discuss other options they've just closed bargaining all together there's going to be one of two things that are going to happen either the company will go uh they will no longer carry union or the company will maintain the prior contract until something can be discussed however the people who go to go to strike they probably were given an ultimatum like hey you must return back to work under the same conditions as you left them until we can figure out what's going on and if they don't meet that deadline they'll probably lose their job to the the temporary hires it's wild man it is wild imagine crazy imagine standing up for something that where you've worked for 20 years you're close to retirement you're on your way out and then they're like oh just kidding we're cutting we're cutting this and this and we're only going to give you half of what the uh, american citizen saw as an inflation over the past year uh-huh it's it's and crazy it's... to think that companies like that aren't willing to even give you a adjusted income for inflation like a cost of living raise right we're not talking about a merit raise. We're not talking about skill raised. We're not talking about anything of that nature. We're talking just a general cost of living raise. Because if you don't get that, you have less buying power than you did before, and you're effectively getting paid less for the same job. Exactly. So I just, it's wild to me that that's the kind of world we live in, you know? It's just, uh, I had something else on that. But like, oh, I remember. okay okay yes it's crazy that's the kind of world we live in uh where like the company can't even give you that because you know when you start talking about like limiting profit or anything in that range people lose their fucking head but like why is is a company truly successful if they're not they can't sustain their workforce if they can't pay a reasonable livable wage, like, is it really a sustainable business model? And you know, they can, because you cannot tell me that it's going to take the, you know, billions of dollars in profit they have to pay these people a decent amount of money. Because really like, I don't, I don't think you should cap anybody at a profit, but you should definitely have to make sure your foundation is well built and all your boxes are checked. You shouldn't be able to cut your corners on your employees to increase that profit. You know what I mean? Because it just doesn't feel, it feels like it's fake and not like not sustainable. If you can't pay your people well and do what you do, then you, you don't have an effective business. True. And with the turnover of all of the young uh, entrepreneurs who have gone from entrepreneurship running their own business to taking over large businesses uh, as far as, you know, becoming CFO, COO, and so on and so forth. It's mind boggling to think that these companies just have the ability to make all this profit, but anybody can walk off the street and 
be the CFO, COO of a company, or not just a CFO or COO, but somebody who's going to be impacting decisions directly. People can come in and just make direct adjustments to these type of things that will actually impact lives of everybody in the company. Yeah, it's, I don't know, man, but like, I just like, I hate the structure of like corporate America and this and that everybody gets their take you know what i mean because like not to say that people the higher-ups don't do a purpose and don't bring a value to the company because they they definitely do with the marketing and everything else up and down you know what i mean but like the people who are actively hands-on making the product are usually the ones that get stiffed anyone who has like hands-on of the product between making and moving it are usually the ones that get stiffed on, you know, the pay scale. Not to say they should be at the top of the pay scale necessarily, but I just, I think those bases should be covered. Like, I think those people should be well compensated because you need them. We see what happens when people walk off the job. I mean, that's not what caused the the shipping crisis we had and still going through, but that could easily, easily do it. If you have everybody in four or five major shipping outlets walk out, you can shut down the East Coast of the United States. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> so these people should be, I mean, they should be paid well. I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. And the people who are making these decisions and the people who have the power are the same people who got hired in at $5 an hour on mm-hmm. their first job. And they don't do the, they, the thought of inflation doesn't even cross their mind it's well in my day i was able to work 40 hours a week and have an apartment and have my bills paid and still go out every weekend and it's like yeah but money doesn't work the same as it did 20 years ago so it's like the system is not changing i think as fast enough it's not changing fast enough and that's where we get into the battle of the generations where as i just said You're starting to see younger people, 22 to 25 years old, take over large companies. The reason being is because we think outside the box. We do things that are non-conventional to earn income. Well, we live in a very non-conventional world, and you see that with companies that shine on TikTok. Like, have you seen any, like, um, fuck, Duolingo? Is that the app that has like the green parrot or whatever as their? I think so. Yes. They like just go wild on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like they are vulgar and they attack like uh, people who have been canceled for like genuine things that still try and post. They will like attack them. Like Mm -hmm. like, go into their comments and bring up what happened that got them canceled. Mm -hmm. An official company account. Like that is some innovative new age marketing. People well, of say, course. you see that and you remember it. That's the kind of things that you would never think of. Like, think of that, like the most raunchy thing in the last 15 years commercial-wise is that whole, I just ship my pants, that yep. whatever commercial that was, where it mm-hmm. was ship, a play on ship and shit. Like, that was like the most vulgar, like, oh, and that's that cool. stuck that's around raunchy. for a very long time. And that literally is still used to, I, just saw that commercial not too long ago. But I mean, think of like new age marketing stuff you see compared to that. Like, have you seen this whole, the Ky- do you see the whole Kyle Sheely meal yes. thing? Okay. The Sheely so, meal. So yes. for those of you who don't know, this person, Kyle Sheely on TikTok uh, was doing like a quote unquote prank and made a giant cut out of himself saying something about the Sheely meal, took it to a come and go and like put it up. I pretending like, I wonder if I can just put this up, you know, and they'll let me. Uh, turns out it was like a giant corporate market marketing ploy like it was an ad uh he and he tries he tries to say that well you know they approached me and they were not involved in this and that but like uh basically they they turned over the reins of creative ability to somebody who had a large platform exactly but he wasn't affiliated with the company or anything no marketing executives had any say in it per se but it was still it was advertising it was exactly 
a partner deal that the he didn't company disclose. paid for it and that's a big thing is people need to know when they're being advertised to because companies <laughs> like to blur the line between what's real life and what's not because you had so many people going like finding that thing and that come and go and going and generating money and generating all kinds of videos and hype about it on tiktok and they think oh this is a cool genuine thing that happens but no it's fake it's an ad it's always an ad every single time no matter what it is it's an ad birds are fake everything's an ad the birds work for the bourgeoisie. We, live, we live in a simulation um yeah that was all the substance you guys are going to get tonight and it quickly deteriorated there at the end uh everything else is basically nonsense so i hope you have fun our next bit of news is any of you people who are well-cultured internet people will remember your favorite Martian. Now your favorite Martian was a, it was a music project by uh, the internet personality, Ray William Johnson and another internet musician who was popular at the same time. I cannot remember the guy's name for the life of me. No idea. Uh, Ray William Johnson was the host of equals three, which is like a popular internet show on YouTube back in the day. Anyways, recently their account on YouTube became active again, generating a lot of hype around it. Everyone's like, ooh, are they back? What's going What's going on? Uh, they're not, unfortunately. Uh, whoever runs the account was just making sure their music was archived and all available for everybody, which is also on Spotify, which is where I consume it. Um, <laughs> now I just want to talk about that because I saw that and had to go look into it. And I really liked them, and I think it was some quality comedy music. It was a mix of like at the time, some of it, I mean, some of it holds up, some of it's still bangers. I mean, agreed. Take old biddies, for example, is I just listened cringe. to that before. It's kind of it's kind of cringy. Like it's, it's kind of funny to like laugh like ha 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 to yourself. Yeah, but like they had some bangers. They did some pretty good covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like White Boy Wasted personally. Super it's good. It's on my work playlist. I listen to it a couple times a week. It gets really hype but uh that was cool you know that was a if you don't know go check it out it's pretty good content it i so i reviewed some of the videos that were reposting and they were all just well the videos that were being posted and they were all reposts and there's a lot of videos that are still sitting in the playlists that have been archived already the my genuine thought behind it was this was a way to launch on the front page of YouTube again, because as it is explained, Equals 3 was one of the largest internet shows that basically got YouTube where it's at now. Because when Equals 3 was out, YouTube wasn't as well-rounded as well, it equal, is now. Equals 3, William Ray Way. Ray William Johnson, he came up with the YouTube OGs, you know, Shane Dawson. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh, I cannot remember. There's a whole List slew of, of like yeah. the OG YouTubers that came up uh, in the last 15 years. God, that's so long ago. Yeah. Like, it's disgusting to think about where but, we are today. Exactly. So, and he is also the big milestone for monetizing YouTube. The way that it is now. He was also the first one. He was a yeah. He was a big milestone there, but he was also the first one that got fucked by one of those YouTube partner companies, where they're like, they they buy you and your content and you work for them and they pay for your advertising and oh they get all yeah. your revenue and they send you a check. He's the first one that got fucked by them, uh, using his stuff wrong or without his permission and not giving his rights and not giving him his money like his percentages were it was like you know like his 10 percent big corporate greed <laughs> they were telling him they made less than what they were and stuff like that it's actually why uh he had the shelf your favorite martian because they had ties in that and when he cut ties with them they're like well you can't use anything that we have rights to so yeah yeah, yeah that's absolutely crazy i think it was like mondo media or something like that one of the big the first that, big companies yeah. yeah yeah and as i was reviewing this there are a lot of ads now oh my god i i, I wouldn't know i've had youtube premium since it was a thing because i i'm <laughs> slave to the organization and i refuse to watch ads so 
in the middle. I'm talking in the middle of these songs. Oh, I know. You have like fucking four to five ads a video now. Yeah. So now what I'm thinking, I don't want to play it off like this, but whoever's managing his account now mm-hmm. or taking care of this archiving project, I honestly have a feeling that they are doing it for monetary Trying to get some ad Boys. revenue off the old project. Exactly. Because they're uploading the same videos from the playlist. Like when you actually access their his his YouTube channel on, on a web browser instead of your phone, you have his playlist right here, and then you have the recently uploaded. And the first one, the most recent one was uh, Grandma has a Facebook. Grandma's got Facebook. That's funny. And it's literally the first one that's right here in the playlist that was updated nine years ago. So when it comes to things like that and going back to the everything's an ad, I honestly feel that there that there is a monetary grab here that, that's at play. Because you're telling me nine years later and you're just going to randomly archive everything when your music is out across spotify it's archived in youtube already and then you also have uh the external the external drives of whatever type of music uh label you use to produce it like the actual ownership and rights so maybe he's just a little sus yeah maybe he's just trying to get some money some money maybe maybe anyways i love to see people talking about him a whole new generation can hear tickle bitties and (laughs) Stalking your mom. Oh, yes. And uh, Orphan Tears. Orphan Tears, that is on my work playlist, too, actually. That's a banger. Do you remember Do you remember his original music venture, Fatty Spins? Yes. Doing your mom, dude. Doing your mom. YouTube party. Oh, man. I had that as a station on my Pandora. Fatty Spins. Fatty Spins, yeah. Yeah, I did, too. He has a new venture out. Uh, it's pretty cool. Right now, he's releasing a bunch of like, what are they remixes? I guess it's like uh, the chorus and music of popular songs with his own rap rock verses in, in there. Gotcha. He's also active on uh, TikTok. So he's a lot of TikTok. Yeah, he does almost like if equal three started on tiktok that's kind of what he does mm-hmm. now his video reactions and it's, yep. it's good to see it's that's where he shines he did a lot of skits on facebook for a while and they were pretty bad yep mm-hmm. and and the thing is is equals three was such a well put together show so you really? went from basically a primetime tv show and downgraded yourself <laughs> to college cats college and high yeah college and high school sketch comedy so it it's crazy to see how it's it progressed but not really Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because equals three was one of those one of those actual thing one of those shows that you could actually turn on and sit down and watch because there's just it is almost um done in American home, like American funny videos, like for, platform for those style. Who, those of you who don't know, equals three was he would take three fan submitted uh, viral quote unquote videos in an episode and just react to them, give commentary, be funny, stuff like that. Um, good, it was good content. It was really funny. It was really good. Well and put the, together. The and the reason why it was so good and well put together is because the entire show was scripted. Everything. Mm-hmm. Every word that he said, every reaction that he had was scripted. So he basically sat there, did his research, and created a show where he would portray the funnier side of a, a more of a stage reaction rather than a genuine reaction. And you see a lot of people do this now with reaction videos, but they're kind of lackluster. It's too written, yeah. Yeah. So it's not as it's not as fun and as engaging as it was. It equals three was was really fun. It was a it was a good time to be in middle school and coming home and watching the new episode that that would drop and uh-huh. yeah. It, it's like old people and Law and Order and uh, back in my day, <laughs> everything of <laughs> that. Um, Josh, did you know who the uh, 
the newest throat goat in town is? You have a throat goat in your town? In our town. You might know her as Mommy Reagan. We're not talking Reaganomics. We're talking Nancy Reagan's head. Reaganomics. <laughs> We're talking Daddy uh, Reagan, uh, you know, former president. <laughs> uh, basically, a couple of days ago on good old Twitter, uh, <laughs> Ben Shapiro's sister tweeted a picture. It was a side by side of Madonna looking all risque in a nice onesie with some lace and everything. And Nancy Reagan with her 10 kids, right? And it was, they're both 63, I think it is. And it was basically saying, uh, who do you want to be? Provocative, whorish Madonna or lovely Nancy Reagan. Which sparked a, uh... (laughs) oh man. Which sparked a Twitter user by the name of Zach Hutzel to post a picture of an article from The Voice. Uh, And it's a script. It's a little clip from this article. And it says, According to Kitty Kelly's biography, Nancy Reagan was renowned in Hollywood for performing oral sex. Just say yes, Nancy. In the days when she was Nancy Davis, she was known to give the best blowjob in town. Not only in the evenings, but in the offices. That was one of the reasons she was very popular on the MGM lot. And it must have made her very popular with Ronnie as well. So what they're saying is that Nancy Reagan is, just has the best head game. So she is the quote-unquote throat goat. The glizzy gladiator, if you will. Glizzy gladiator. That's a new one. And I just... You know, with the way that everything is going now with um, uh, OnlyFans and, <laughs> and online prostitution that's not technically prostitution... <laughs> Why are we slut shaming anybody? We shouldn't be. People like to fuck. Just let them, let just them be. Let them let be. Them be. That's me. Let, and, them, let them be. Unless you're a big corporation, then you should be heavily policed. Then fuck you. Individuals, <laughs> let them be. Let them be. Let, and that's the crazy thing because, in reality, she was just ahead of her time, and so and so was Miss Monroe. They were just ahead of their time. I hate that we have to wait. 40 years to find out these things it's like dumb. jfk had to have sex or you'd have head gay headaches nancy it's fucking throat goat glizzy gladiator glock glock 3000 like <laughs> i just we need to know these things and you know that's why trump was such a good president because we knew that he liked to get pissed on by strippers day one <laughs> day one we knew that he was he was awfully handsy uh you could say what was that? Grab her by the what, Mr. President? <laughs> <laughs> what a, what an odd request. Just it's locker room talk, right? They call it locker room talk. You and I call it podcasting. It's, it's, yeah, I, we call it a, we call it an evening chat. <laughs> the Xbox Live party, if you will. Yes, yes. Everything. Everybody's just too sensitive. Too much, man. They Too don't make them like they used to. You're right, and the new versions are better. This is the only. <laughs> this, is, this is the only time a sequel is good. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it here. Um, that's all I had. Uh, article wise, you want to tell some stories? Let let the viewers in on on <laughs> you and I and our escapades. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We're not even going to pretend that gin just happened. 20 minutes. We've only been talking for 20 fucking minutes. We started uh, at like 10:31. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> you smell that dumpster fire? Do you <laughs> Okay. Wow. Um, they put out the 27-minute episode. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I want to start with the great heist of the uh Marion Amusement Park. That's my favorite. Um, basically, some backstory. There's like this. Uh, you're heading out out of Marion, uh, Ohio, north. You know, you my address too, my social, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Date but, of birth. Uh, I'll give it all to you. Heading north, Route Four Four Twenty Three, so you can find it on the Google Maps. Uh, there's an old like apartment store, band apartment store, it has like a giant concrete lot. I think it's an apartment department store. I don't fucking know what it was. 
uh, supposedly back behind that a little bit to the left, there's an old amusement park. And now I use that term lightly. We're talking amusement park in the twenties. It was a swimming hole. So you know what I mean? There's probably, there was not like, there wasn't like roller coasters or, or anything really big. There like might've massive. been a roller coaster, like a small one, you know, but nothing right. really huge. But that really piqued my interest, and I tried hard as fuck to find it. So hard. Three separate occasions, I've went on a crusade to find this bitch. Microfish, uh, microfish at the library and everything. Uh-huh. Fucking wild. Uh, we know where it's at. We know how to get there, but nobody will let us back there. It's partly on private property that, we, that no one would ever answer us when we try to contact them. Uh, partly on and the other is like that's like commercial private property the uh, department store uh the other part is on someone's property and they wouldn't let us back there because it's not safe and they didn't want to be liable and i'm like you know i'm not gonna sue you i'm asking you to go back there you know i could just go back there but i try to be nice you're uh, right so anyways we decided to do it one night and it feels like an ocean's 11 movie because josh and i we were I don't know, we were high schoolers. I had my license, so we were maybe 16, 17. I think we were sophomores because we were doing no nope. Miss Jen we were doing Miss Jen's fence. Because we were because we were we were helping a family friend paint her fence oh, and yes. put it back up. Yes. Because we were she let us use her hot tub afterwards. Yes. And we were sitting in this hot tub drinking virgin strawberry daiquiris, planning <laughs> our our break-in our heist <laughs> and we felt like the coolest guys in the world uh so we leave there go back to my house put up get our blackest clothing on <laughs> we can have fill a backpack with anything we can find that sounds remotely good for a breaking breaking and entering charge you got the bolt covers the crowbar the hacksaw uh, and other just mis- miscellaneous tools that we saw and said, this might be useful. Uh, we take my grandpa's car because we can't use my car, of course, right? That's too obvious. <laughs> they'll never, they'll <laughs> never imagine they'll never. a 70 year old man's vehicle here. What is he doing? So we pull, we drive out there. It's like, you know, across town, just outside of town. Uh, and we're looking like, where do we ditch this car? Because, like, this, this, very obviously always empty abandoned parking lot is not it because like (laughs) if anyone drives by they're gonna come see so then we see there's a church across the street right so we're like that makes much more sense there's some houses nearby it makes sense for maybe someone's parked there more than in this abandoned parking lot so we park in there and we're kind of sitting there for a second hyping ourselves up (laughs) and then mind you mind you right to the left further down the road is this high is the state highway patrol office to the right further down the road is the county sheriff's office yes <laughs> and then behind this property is the prison, the prison that i ended up working at when i turned 18 yes. so it's a highly patrolled area it's highly patrolled hot 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 <laughs> so we grabbed the bag and run across the road and when there's like a giant grass lot before the giant parking lot we have to walk like 300 yards from the road to the storefront we get halfway across this grass field and we see a a car coming down the road from the direction of the sheriff's station and we're like fuck what do we do so we just drop to the ground just lay just lay flat as fuck in this black clothing because like why why not that'll work i would love to know if like that was probably just someone going home, and I would love to know if they saw if us. they saw if us and they just saw like, that's us. not my business. This is not my business. <laughs> or maybe or they we... called. Maybe they called somebody. Or or maybe they just thought we were trash bags. Maybe they didn't see us, and our plan yeah. worked. It... You gotta think we were we were both easily like two sixty. Oh yeah, we were we were big boys. Yeah, we're not. We're not we're... No, no, <laughs> no, we we've never been tiny. Okay. <laughs> That's why I said trash bags. <laughs> so we, you know, they pass. We get up. We fat run across the parking lot to the storefront. And there's like a gated like alleyway on the left side. And we're, I'm ready to cut the fence. I'm like, we're getting in here. And then uh, we realize that it's just peel. You can just, it's not attached on the left side. So we just peel it open and we're like sneaking. 
and we're like, ah, this is sketchy. This is much more sketchier than we thought anticipated it being. So we're walking and we're like, how far back? We're like probably like a mile, maybe like not terrible. Uh, we get to the end of this building, which is probably another 300 yards or so. Uh, and it just, it just dead. It just stops in like a thick, thick tree line. <laughs> like it is like it's like the bush super thick <laughs> it is pitch black and i'm like all right I, okay let's go and josh was like no no i'm not i'm not doing that I'm not doing I was like, that we made it up we made it this far we already we're already trespassing what's the worst <laughs> that could happen he said we've already committed the crime he said no i'm not fucking doing that he said no the prison's over there we don't know where the fuck we're going the sheriff station's over there no we're not fucking doing this so we get a mini argument right there uh josh wins because he's like he's like i'm simply not he's like i'll go back to the car i don't give a fuck (laughs) fine we'll have it your way (laughs) so we sneak our way back you know what i mean there's no cars we book it back across the street to our car and you toss the the obvious breaking and entering charge into the back seat. <laughs> and uh, as I start the car up, a steady pulls in to the parking lot behind us. I remember that, yeah. He pulls in right behind us. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what do we do? And you're like, I don't know. And I was like, his lights aren't on. I'm just going to go. Maybe he'll let us go. Maybe this is good enough for him. And you're like, go, go, go. So I pull out and he just stops and no lights come on and we're good and we drive home. Because, like, that's got to be a breaking and entering charge if we're all blacked out in a car that's not ours. Me and my grandpa have different last names. And we have this bag full of bolt cutters, crowbars, oh. like, just, <laughs> just, just bad stuff. What you would find if you were watching a cop drama and they caught a, bur- a, bur- a cat burglar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we didn't have was ski masks. Standard burglaring tools. <laughs> oh, oh. So, uh, nothing, nothing came from it. We never went back. Uh, when we were now, when we remember when we were hyping ourselves up about it and like we kept basically just driving past it to kind of like we circled like four times, four and five got, times, and got pulled over, and the cops like where are you guys going and we're like home okay and he followed home. us all the way home he followed us yeah we had to go home that's why we, we couldn't take your truck out. that's because that's exact i forgot yeah, we, couldn't, yes. we couldn't take your truck because the cop pulled us over and was like what's going on not he okay so to be fair he didn't pull us over we, we got, pulled over and we he... got paranoid <laughs> and we pulled over and he's like oh what's going on i was like uh, just turning around. Home. We're just <laughs> turning around. <laughs> I, don't I don't know where I'm at. I don't want you to follow me. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. I'll make sure you guys get home. All right. Oh, thank you, sir. Protect and serve. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that was that was the first of many rules mm. and laws that we broke that night. Uh huh, that was wild. That was it so was, much. It was so scary. I'll be honest. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. <laughs> you know, it was ter- It wasn't so bad getting to the building as I remember. It was once coming we, back. I it hit me about halfway down the building. Like, oh, we're like somewhere we're not supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and there's just like a there's an abandoned. Uh, like radio tower back there remember mm-hmm. yeah 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 and, and there's no there's no access there's no access roads or paths that we could like take a shortcut would be open so it's it's just a tower that's sitting there rotting away so i, I mean i can only imagine what's actually back there like the vibe was yeah yeah it was but and like i said <laughs> the run back was the worst uh-huh and could you and i remember us sitting in the car just like what what would we have done if he just was there when we came out (laughs) (laughs) what if what if he pulled in and just sat here for hours (laughs) we would just had to lay in the wet cold grass (laughs) and waited for him (laughs) oh man oh that was that was that would have been the night we would we would have went to jail i'm almost positive it Probably that would have been that would have been so funny. Oh man, 
That was yeah. That do you think? Do you think they would let us share a cell? You know, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. We we would have probably got s- split up and and they would have probably called our parents and who cries first, me or you? You. You think so? No, me. I I I I would say it's probably a close. <laughs> I would probably say like as soon as one of us goes, the other one's gonna go. But I think I uh, think it's me. Do you remember getting pulled over on Center Street? And the cops thought oh, that that you guys mm-hmm. were you guys were drugged up and <laughs> he and they that was such a that was such a cruel prank it wasn't even funny like you gotta tell the story now so we were Tyler and I like to think that uh, we were little construction handymen uh, following in the footsteps of our of our fathers. I think Bailey was with us, wouldn't she? She was. Yep. Mm-hmm. And My fiance now. <laughs> so we were working on a house that uh, was my great grandmother's. And Tyler and I did these things pretty often where we would work on something, start it, and realize that it's a lot of work for two 16 and 17 year old men, boys. We were ready to take on the world, man. <laughs> and we would get fired from these jobs because. <laughs> we weren't producing the proper amount of, of uh, results that they're looking for, which is fine. We didn't set up, we didn't start, you know, a Google review page or anything like that. We weren't verified on Yelp. So we were on our way back. I would have was... loved to see those Yelp reviews though. Oh, it would have been really bad. Mr. Dick Dixon. Uh, but <laughs> we were on our way back basically from uh, my grandmother's house and we were basically going up the straight, the straight shot through town, and the police station's on the left-hand side. We're going down par- uh, Park Boulevard. Is that right? Is that what that street's called? Yeah, it's Park Boulevard. Like turns into merges Centers? into church, church, church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. church. So we're going there, and there's this there's this person that comes out behind me and is riding my ass, and I'm talking like. Bumper to bumper. Bumper to bumper. You cannot see his headlights riding my ass. So I speed up because he's on top of me. So I speed up and I speed up and I speed up some more. And now Park Boulevard is a 25 mile an hour zone. Going into Church Street, you reach 35, I think. For like 100 yards and it drops back down to 25. It's yes. stupid as fuck. So in that, in that little that little time frame there he this okay come to find out the person that was on our ass was a cop but i could not see it i I could not see the any type of indentation indication that this was a cop car so i just speed up and we bump up from 25 to probably about 45 and then when we turn on to that on that stretch of road where it's 35 i bump up to 50 miles an hour and he pulls me over and i am shitting myself so I'm like, okay, all right, everything's fine. Uh, we, we didn't. There was. We were kids. I mean, there's yeah, no reason to be. We had. We had like paintball uh, guns. Paintball in guns car. in the in the back, and so I uh, did some volunteer work and you know some stuff at the police, local police department, and they called three cops. Four. Four cops. Yep. <laughs> four cruisers. Yep. Four cruisers. Uh, I think it was like six cops. But... <laughs> was, and I also turned right into the alley that leads to the police station. So there we was were right. We, we were, right were outside. Yeah. Yeah. We were right outside, and they surrounded the vehicle. I'm talking. Box us in all like front and back. Like... Front back. Uh, we weren't able to like back out of the of the alleyway. We couldn't move forward anything. So it was a. They set up for a, tra- a felony traffic stop as well. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. They thought I was going to run. <laughs> they really thought I was going to run. And the next thing I know, they just ask us all to get out of the car. Every mm-hmm. every single one of us. And the cop pulls me out, and he asks for my identification and all this. And he's like, he's like, you know, uh, I know who you are. You work really close with the kids here in the in the station and you know uh, from my understanding you're 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 a good guy and you know you do you do what's right and and he's like why why are you 
speeding. Like, why were you going that fast? And so I just told him, but I cried. This is what started this, right? I was terrified. I've never been pulled over before in my life. And I was terrified because there were so many cops. Like, I thought we were going to jail. And then he ends the conversation with, well, is there anything illegal in the car? He's like, is there anything at all that's illegal in the car? He's like, your friends, have they done any drugs? Are, like... Are they under the uh, under the influence of anything? I mean, are you guys are you guys transporting anything? And I'm, I'm sure just... you can tell by my how I sound. I've chronically have allergies all the time. <laughs> Red eyes, runny nose, the the whole nine. Like, it's like, are you high right now? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> poor Tyler didn't even smoke at this time. Like he didn't even, Before he didn't even anything. vape. Like he didn't even do the, <laughs> the cool vape tricks. Okay. This was, this man was a saint, no alcohol, nothing. And what was, <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> you know how it'd be. And he just, he just pulls us all out and he's like, and of course now looking back, I was a minor. He should have called my parents. Just just, fucking with you. He was giving me, up. he was giving me a really hard time because I worked with part of the department there. Was and that before you joined the Explorers? Nope. That was when I got, uh, got my little promotion thing. And oh, so yeah, you were paid. You were getting hazed like a motherfucker. Yeah. Then. So I just they. I'll never all out. fucking forget. He said, "Pop the trunk." Yep. And we're all standing back there. And the trunk is literally full of paintball guns and vests <laughs> and masks and CO2 canisters and paintballs. Like, it is overflowing. And the cop just shines his flashlight in there and looks around at the top, looks at the other cop, says, you think there are any real guns in there? The other cop just <laughs> shakes his head and he goes, yeah, me either. And then just closes it. <laughs> he, they, they just did that all, like, throughout the entire interaction. Had us all pulled out and they just, like, opened things like, they just kept talking to themselves, like, you think there's anything in here? And they're like, no, me either. And then they just, they let me go. They didn't give me a citation. They didn't give me a warning. But the following week, I had a meeting with uh, the officer who ran the program, and they plastered the uh, dashboard video cam, or the <laughs> video over all of it. And I'm I'm literally standing off the left-hand side, like, crying because I'm terrified. I'm absolutely terrified. There were so many cops. I was, what, maybe 16? Yeah, we were, yeah. 17? Six, not even. No, no way to be 17. Mm-hmm. And they just, they <laughs> ruined our night. They sure did. Oh, man. Was that they your ruined. red Pontiac we got pulled over in? No. That black was your Honda. black Honda? Mm-hmm. The V6. That's why I was going so fast. Was the red Pontiac the one that was vandalized? Red Pontiac was the one that was vandalized. Okay, okay. I'm going to have to yada, yada, yada through a lot of this. But uh, I may or may not have angered a girl I was seeing. Uh, she's mad, probably validly, maybe not. Who, who knows? Okay. Anyways. You didn't do it wrong. <laughs> Free my mans. <laughs> <laughs> Josh and I wake up to our both of our vehicles. Uh no no my truck there was no there was no my vehicle my truck was in the shop that was after I blew up my Silverado your vehicle and like four or five other vehicles in our parking lot were egged so they wouldn't think we were being targeted right but then you had uh <laughs> there was a fish under your passenger seat right so your car you it smelled like ass. It smelled like dying fish asshole was what it smelled like, it was right? So bad. Right? It was so and bad. He's like, well, I, I found it. There was a fish under my fucking d- passenger seat. I don't know who the fuck would do. What the fuck? You know what I mean? My car's egged in this. And we got it out and it just kept stinking and just kept getting worse and it kept getting worse and it kept getting worse. And we, we got the fish out. What is clean the carpet, you know? And then Josh comes to me like three weeks later. He's like, hey, and where my car stinks I said there was another fish under the carpet in my back seat under my back seat it's like ah fuck so we had to we ended up driving everywhere 
the, the fish yeah on out the back asshole, seat. probably yeah <laughs> like i mean it's like <laughs> it probably decomposed you probably just got sludged out of your carpet is what we had to drive an hour to and from work the whole month of january in 2017 2017 18 whenever it was because of this because this smell wouldn't go away it wouldn't go away it was so bad and that was the same fucking car. We were stopped on 23 mm. for fucking five hours one night because someone wanted to go have a gunfight with the cops on the highway. So we're oh, sitting weird. we're sitting in this fucking little Pontiac with all the windows down because <laughs> it smells bad and the heat all the way up to sitting on the side of the highway fucking January for hours. I hated oh. you. I hated myself. <laughs> I hated that's one of those times where you really question all the decisions you've made that lead you to where you are. I was so mad. That, and she that won started, that one. She did. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> hands down winner. First place trophy. I will, <laughs> I will never mess with you, I promise. Oh, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. It was really bad. It was it, and it stained. I mean you had to get a new car. You did get a new car. <laughs> you, there, was, there was no fix in it. You had to get a new car. Yeah. I mean, it was really, really bad. It was uh, like in the metal. It was in the frame. <laughs> it was... I can't was even... Cool. I remember when I when I picked it up, it was like... Because it was in a styrofoam <laughs> container, and I was picking it up, and it like spilled. And it got on the seat, and I remember we poured bleach on it because it was the tan interior oh, <laughs> it wasn't tan very long tyler got me into some, some really, <laughs> really tough tough <laughs> spots oh um just oh. like the the disappearing lawn ornaments the disappearing lawn ornaments what segue um, what a segue! <laughs> some more yeah, some more yada yada yada. Um, there's actually my current fiance. The last time we, years and years ago, years and years ago, like I'm not 23, years ago, uh, <laughs> we broke up and she left me, and I was feeling pretty butthurt about it. It was one of those dirty breakups. So me and Josh went for a drive, you know, so I could feel better. And I don't know how we got here, but we thought like how can we get back at her but like it just be so ridiculous and outrageous but not that illegal like i don't want to get in trouble because it's, it's a breakup she's petty right now she will call the cops i wanted to go just take a fat shit on the dude's front porch <laughs> i really wanted to but then josh like no they can get your dna from that and i was like ah yeah you're right <laughs> so we had the next best thing of course that's the number we, one thing they search for is poop we drove around to uh one of the apartment complexes we were just driving and we saw it, it was trash night and uh were we in we were in your car and we went and got my truck and came back and outside the dumpster <laughs> there was a giant like 70 inch box tv like one of the old school 150 pound fucking seven foot tall fucking tvs <laughs> with the stand built into it i'm like that's it that's what we'll do we'll take that and put it on his front lawn so we go mini dumpster diving and we pull together a whole living room set. We have this giant ass TV and it is big and heavy. It, I can't like, you have to like you, I mean like box TVs, they're like three feet fucking deep. It is ridiculous. Two chairs, two dining room chairs and a coffee table and an end table is what we scrounged together. Threw it all in the back of my S10 and strapped it down at three in the morning or so and drove the half hour to the guy's house <laughs> and we we pass it make sure the lights are on flip a yui down the road and turn the headlights off and crawl up to the house you know leave the engine running for a quick escape unload everything and set it up in the dude's front yard as like a little like living room you know you got the two chairs with the end table and the coffee table and the tv all at the end of their driveway so they're gonna see it they can't leave the house until they deal with it right it's perfect. Boom. Perfect. Come to find out it was fucking trash night. I asked her about it like after it happened and, you know, everything had passed. They never saw it. The trash man came and got it all before anybody woke up. 
and it you know no one ever knew it happened only you and i are the only ones <laughs> that experienced that okay so thinking back in hindsight we should have put this at the end of their driveway mm-hmm. we should have we should have we should have gone a little more inconvenience but like right behind I the can, cars yeah. yeah all i can remember though is jumping in and out of your truck putting waiting for the porch lights to come on and the dude's dad to start shooting at us <laughs> oh and uh, it was just i i don't even remember where we got the idea from i really i really no, don't. i don't remember where it came from either where it originated but i am proud of it it's really funny that it is, is it is pretty pretty the most ridiculous thing short of just taking a fat shit on the front porch i mean you're right and it's even funnier that nobody saw it. I know. It's just—it's a little just inside joke. That inconvenienced ourselves. <laughs> I felt really good afterwards, though. So. I remember driving back down, and you just start hitting the steering wheel, screaming "Wow!" at the top of your lungs, <laughs> like we just pulled off the heights of a lifetime. Didn't we honk before we left too? Oh yeah, like, of, we course. Like, beep, beep, beep. Yeah. of course, of course. <laughs> we we wanted to ruin their night. And their next day. We wanted to make sure that they knew who we were. Blair Fortunate Sons as we drive away <laughs> in the distance. It was just a wild, wild childhood that we had. Um, I have Teenagers. one more that reminds me of shenanigans in that old S10 before it took a shit on us. You know, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't kill us, though. It killed itself instead of us. It was pretty close to killing us. Good old, good old girl. Uh, <laughs> um, another fit of high school angst you know what I mean uh, I think I had gotten cheated on by a girlfriend or something and Josh and I went for another drive because that's all there is to do in this town is to drive to Walmart so we did and bought two of those little spring loaded single shot BB handguns and proceeded to drive around for about three or four hours and just shoot at everything we could imagine out, out of the truck we're shooting at road signs. We we're shooting at ting ting, passing semis. That one was crazy. We got hit with a couple of ricochets there. Uh, political signs. That was the fun one. That was 2016 mm-hmm. election, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? There was something really. I think the semi was the worst thing we shot at because of the the ricochets. We, sh- we shot the house. Well, I was I was getting there, but I mean, like the most kind of ridiculous thing. Uh. I feel like there was something else. No, we ended up at, at the house that she was staying at. So we just unloaded both these clips into the front of the house. Didn't do any damage. I mean, they're plastic BBs from the street to the house. <laughs> but you heard the other side dip- of the street to the, the house. other side <laughs> of the street to the house. I mean, there's no damage done. And we were just pumping them off. You have to pull the slide back after every shot. And we're like, ding, 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 ding. This is fucking. Until we see the lights start flickering, coming on in the front of the house. And we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Drive away. What's that funny was a is my house, my that house was, a, was a block away. My house was literally a block away. So it was like. We, we uh, could have we got a felony for that. For sure. But we didn't. We didn't. That would have been a funny one to get stopped on. You know what I mean? You're right. That would have been a real felony. traffic. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Do you remember... Um, uh, one time in the drive-through at McDonald's on Main Street, where uh, someone brandished, uh, yeah, brandished a, a gun, a a fake gun, to uh, some hoodlums that were riding bikes through the uh, through the uh, drive-through. Do you remember that? I don't. No. Yeah, that, that sounds was, funny though. It was pretty funny because they they would not leave they would not leave the car alone. So they just kept coming up and like grabbing onto the windows with the with the windows rolled down in the middle of it was evening summertime and uh they went to McDonald's for of course a late night snack. Of course. Of course. And these little hoodlums were just running around. So these BB guns that uh, they picked up at Walmart, spring loaded, uh, all black, broke the were, tip off. Broke the tip off. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> were almost fired at these little hoodlums that were riding their bicycles up and up and down the uh, the 
what is that called? Drive through. And I will never forget how illegal that actually is. <laughs> Ever. That's, that's, that's just as illegal as brandishing a real firearm. Yep. Like literally, yep. it's all the same kind it's of charge. It's the same, same charge. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Isn't that? And we you were... don't even have the real, pow- the real gun. Nope. You like? <laughs> <laughs> all the consequences with none of the fun. And that made me realize just how close we actually were to going to prison. Oh, I mean, if we would have got caught, that would have been some deep shit. I mean, we were just driving around shooting people's things with BB guns. <laughs> I mean, like, that is like peak vandalism. I hate, I I hate teenagers <laughs> kind of shit right there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It was, um, and we didn't need drugs or alcohol to do any of it. So, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just two teenage <laughs> if anything, boys. <laughs> if anything, the drugs and alcohol chilled us out. I don't know. Like, we... Agreed. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I haven't done that since then. <laughs> oh, man. Have I told the story about how I got arrested on here yet? I, I... think you may have. Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring it up earlier. I wanted to make sure because I mean I cried like a bitch, and I was twenty-two, so I don't know. <laughs> it was last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we brought it up um, in a episode in earlier, one or two, right? Mm-hmm. I think I so. To get that off my chest. Oh, of course. That's a I feel funnest. unreformed. I'm reformed. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> buy tags for your dog. <laughs> oh shit i need to i need to call them actually they're gonna find me again i don't have the dog anymore i got an email from, i got a letter from them and i was like oh fuck what are they suing me for <laughs> and it was time to renew my because i bought the three-year dog tags or the two-year dog tags so it didn't happen again yeah and it was like make sure you tell us if you don't have the dog anymore so we don't bother you or come arrest you that's pretty funny yeah that's uh yeah, uh, buy your dog tags, kids. I don't know what else to tell you. They they will come get you. They will pick you up when you're trying to file a police report. Let's just I, put it that way. I hand delivered myself to them. <laughs> I'm here to turn myself in. Yes, please wait in the lobby for two hours. Oh my fucking god! I think on the kegs when they called me a couple months ago and asked me if I recovered the firearm. I said no. I thought you guys were doing that. He said, oh, yeah, we are. I just had to make sure it was still missing, so I didn't take it out of the system. What the fuck are you going to take it out of the system for if you didn't find it? Because, I, I mean, am I supposed to be looking for it, too? Or Can you imagine if they were just baiting you? To see if, like... Because, to, to like, like, maybe they found it, right? Uh-huh. At, at a house or something. And they were they just... didn't tell me. Yeah, <laughs> and they were just baiting you to be like, hey... Do you ever find that 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 gun that was stolen out of your truck? Like, we we were you able to recover that? And you're like, no, you guys are supposed to be doing that. I thought you guys were doing that. That's, That's awesome. Whack, man. Marion's finest, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good time. It was a good little little run there for us. We uh, got over some some personal stories and shared a little bit of information with you that we found just to let you guys know this was 100% last minute yeah we we talked it out the hour before the show not even 20 minutes maybe yeah before the show so uh this is I think this is going to become a staple for us yeah if we have something we have a pretty good topic for you guys next week uh assuming I'm not out because the baby's on the way we can talk about some sentient ocean life but really dive deep into it but you know we don't want to I don't know. I'd rather give you this nonchalant, laid-back episode over nothing. You know what I mean? So definitely, yeah. Hopefully, you guys have as much fun as we do. It was a good time, just reminiscing about things that we used to do and some some of the YouTubers that we enjoyed, and of course, learning about the uh, 2021 throat goat. That's always good information. Oh, Nancy Reagan. You know. I want to. I just feel like if Nancy Reagan's the throat goat, I feel like Michelle Obama gives a fucking hand job that'll knock your socks off. <laughs> what? She has those big muscular arms. I mean, she has to. I mean, she has to be double fucking wah, 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 <laughs> like. I you know. What I mean, like she may have taken away everything that was good about school lunches, but I hope she has that redeeming quality. I guess. 
I guess. I, I mean, I don't really hope so, but I guess so. You know, Brock wasn't the best president, but, you know, the man deserves to at least get jerked off, I'd say. I, I'd say. For his accomplishments. Being president for eight years? Uh-huh. He was really great for if you're an American citizen, not so much if you're a kid in, you know, Syria or Yemen, but if you're not <laughs> in those places, he was a really good guy, I guess. It was fine. We were we were good. <laughs> All righty. We good. We love you all so much. Uh, see you next week when we talk about the fish. The fish. Bye. Bye. I almost left the call after I said bye.